Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Wynn Charles. Wynn Kelly Charles is an author and podcast host. Wynn Kelly Charles has cerebral palsy, and her mission is to help others with physical and mental disabilities to find their voices through written or spoken word using today's assistive technologies as needed. Welcome to the show, Wynn. Thank you for having me on, Gigi. And thank you for letting me share you letting me share my story with your audience. You're welcome, Wynn. It's a pleasure to have you here tonight. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you're from? Well, I, like your previous guest yesterday, I am a true Colorado native, and I am living right now in semi-shutdown Aspen, Colorado, semi-shutdown due to COVID. But all in all, I am a retired educator, and I am now a journalist. I transferred into the journalism field as of March. I'm obtaining my degree in journalism, almost done with that. So I will be doing journalism until the day I can't do it anymore. And I have a neurological disability, cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy is a lack of oxygen injury at birth. And I am a published author, and I host three podcasts, one of them being the Amazing Voices of Teachers, all about the education system, and the other one being artwork of CP, and the one that I'm most known for is Ask Win. That is absolutely amazing. I love it. Now, can you tell us more about your positive mindset principles? My positive mindset principles, they came they came into effect on June 23rd, uh, 2019. They actually started coming into effect May 19th, 2019, when I lost my dad and I lost my mom in 2010. So, but when push came to shove on June 23rd, I was physically and emotionally abused. And if it wasn't for the grace of God, I would not be here. I mean, I tried to take my life uh, two weeks after that. And it... um, I landed up not taking my life, and because of what I was going through on um, June 23rd, 2019, I decided to turn turn it around and become emotional, emotional and physical abuse advocate. That is amazing. It's very powerful. Now, can you tell us more about your relationship with God and how he assisted you with overcoming your emotional abuse and physical abuse? Well, goodness. I had, I had 
see the way um, the universe and God set it up is I had four witnesses at, well, the fourth one didn't stay for the emotional abuse, but I had four witnesses witness a main conversation and then three of them um, witness the emotional slash physical abuse and um, people tell me I there are parts of it I don't remember there are parts of it I don't remember I remember the door closing behind me and I remember my abuser asking me all these questions now you gotta remember I hadn't seen my abuser in nine years nine years and she came out with her sister to do a welfare check which they disguised the person did as a welfare check and let me just make one thing clear my aide who was living with me at the time my stepsister my stepmom did not touch me did not do anything did not touch me did not and that's what that's why i make one thing clear is because a lot of people think when it comes to me being disabled and me being a high at risk adult a lot of people think it's the caregivers around you on a daily basis aids don't my aids don't do it um my stepmom didn't do it my stepsister didn't do it two family members of mine walked in and did it wow and god helped you through yeah oh yeah oh yeah and um basically what um what landed up happening is how the universe set it up is that um my aunt came over to discuss something with me which wasn't even <laughs> it was related to my care but it was not how could we help you necessarily it was we want to see how you react around a temporary aid and um this aid was only temporary my main aid was going out of town and so they came over they saw what they needed to see the next thing i know they come i follow them down a set of stairs and i thought they were going to help me get dressed and then that would be that well me being the idiot that i was i followed these two women who were my biological aunts downstairs the next thing I know, the door closes behind me, and they all, all the monkey business starts of them saying this, 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 this. 
And I um, still have the care that they um, they bought in to sit me down, to take my clothes off, to put me in the shower against my will. And, um, and people tell me if I didn't have the witnesses witness it, um, it would have turned into broken bones. Thank God for witnesses. And God is truly amazing. And having him first place in our lives truly matters. And when my heart goes out to you, you're truly a warrior. Now, can you tell us more about how you're continuing to take action in our community to raise awareness in regards to cerebral palsy? There's not enough awareness. There, um, there's enough research out there to do it until we're blue in the face, but there's not enough awareness. I am the one and only woman that does uh, three times a week podcasts continuously raising awareness on sample palsy and it's an interview format and the all three of my podcasts slash my books raise awareness on cerebral palsy that is absolutely amazing thank you for all that you're doing in our community to raise awareness in regards to cerebral palsy when now can you tell us more about your company askwin.weebly.com askwin is my podcast is it started 10 years ago and here i thought that um it was gonna be a fun, fun little side project well fun little side project turned into a full-time job and so that is where we stand with that and i have done over thirteen thousand interviews on my podcast feed and it comes out sundays tuesdays and thursdays so three days a week we have content now as we're recording this on september 25th 2020 we have content up until march of 2021 Fantastic. I'm so proud of you, Wynn, and all that you're doing. Now, can you tell us more about your book, I Win My Journey with Cerebral Palsy in a Non-Disabled World? I wrote I Come a Win after my mom died. And the funny, the funny thing was, is my mother actually gave me that title. She wasn't a medically in this coma. I asked her, I said, well, since you're passing away, can I do something in honor of you, a.k.a. write a book? And she goes, yes, as long as you don't make it too mentally heavy in this, with all telepathically. She wasn't speaking to me at this point. And um, she goes, yes, as long as you don't make it too mentally heavy and don't make it a tell-all book, I'll, let, I'll give you permission to write the book. Yes, you can write the book, but I'll give you one better. I'll give you the title, too. Amazing. And she did. <laughs> now, can you tell us more about your book, She is CP? She is CP is the sister to 
I, comma, win. And CSCP is the up, updated version to I, comma, win. Amazing. And can you tell us more about your book, The View Inside My Handbag? Sometimes suicide hides behind the beauty. The View Inside My Handbag is in, got inspired by me being a journalist and me being a fashionista. And that is Suicide Awareness um, talks about a uh, handbag and what women carry in their handbags and what all the demons we might have hiding inside us. And then, um, so yeah, that is that. You're incredible. And thank you for raising awareness in regards to suicide as well. Now, can you tell us more about your book, The View From My Heels? Oh, that was after I wrote that after um, I wrote that novel series, after I wrote I Come a Win, because I needed a break from um, autobiographies and myself. So I took it upon myself to write a novel, and I'm, I'm well known for my novels because they all have uh, disabled characters in them. So... Basically, that book is about fashion designers living their dreams with disabilities. That is amazing. I love it. Now, can you tell us more about some of the projects that you're currently working on? Well, I'm currently working on finishing up a um, journalism degree out of Arizona University Global, Arizona University, what used to be Ashford University, but by the time I get out of that, will be Arizona, Arizona University Global. And so I'm working on that. I am also doing a podcast daily, presently. And then I, those are the two things that I am taking up most of my time with. Wonderful. Now, Wynn, can you tell us more about the challenges you've experienced in your life? Where do you want me to begin? Well, you, you discussed, of course, the emotional abuse and the physical abuse, as well as the suicide. Were there any other challenges that you've had to overcome in your life? How many minutes do we have? Geez, I mean, I'm not kidding when I say that. The um, list goes on and on. I've had my bones broken several times, reset. The list goes on and on and on about I've got a lot in my back, a lot place in my feet, screws in my feet. I'm a bionic woman when it comes to it. But I've always let cerebral palsy be my gift, not my disability. And you're thriving. I love it. Now, was there a time in your journey when you experienced an aha moment? The aha moment was when I um, figured I would quit my job. And the aha moment 
was actually the aha moment was in the middle of Chicago International, Air, Chicago Air International Airport when I was traveling home from Orlando, Florida after a week-long cultural immersion business trip on how to be a better podcaster and how to um, have a better podcast and meet some of my fan base. Yes, I was able to meet some of my fan base before COVID and the aha moment was I started weeping on an airplane coming back from Orlando, couldn't figure out why. And then by the time I hit Chicago International Airport and I, um, the person who I was traveling with, we realized that I was coming home to no job. And then we realized that we were coming. I think we both realized that we were coming home to lockdown. Wow. That is wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, can you tell us more about what gives you joy in your life? Hanging out with people. <laughs> Hanging I love out with people. I am so sorry. I am so itching to get out of here and itching to travel again. I, as I told my stepmom last night, I said, as soon as this lockdown is over, I'm packing a bag and we're going somewhere because I am itching to get on an airplane. I'm. We've got a major problem when when is watching how flight attendant vlogs and how when when is watching YouTube videos on MC airports and people traveling and <laughs> we've got a major problem when. Um, Wind's favorite neck of the woods is the beach in Florida, aka Orlando, and <laughs> it's like I need to get out of there. This has been the longest stint I've been home, home, home for all my life. This has been the longest stint because my mom um, grew up in the Bahamas, so I grew up on the East Coast, basically. I spent my childhood um, in the Caribbean. Wow. So since COVID started, you haven't really been able to travel as much as you oh, used to. <laughs> no. As, no. As since I've been home, the last person I hugged was my stepmom, and that was on March 9th. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And you're ready to get back out there and travel. I hear you win. <laughs> I have been sheltered in my little corner, which is my office. And then, yeah, I barely go out. I barely um, see people. I mean, this is not only impacting me, it's impacting the whole world. Yes, ma'am. That's why prayer truly matters. That's right. Now, what is your best advice for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? My best advice for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness is just 
do what you want to do and don't please everyone else. I, people that know me well, people that will see this interview and people that will hear you saw on my podcast know that I'm a bill in a china shop. When I want something, I figure out how to get it. And I'm one strong individual. And so if I don't give a flying rat's ass, it's not because I don't <laughs> love you. It's because I don't care. It's because I, um, and people know that about me. I, since I've been emotionally and physically abused, one month after my dad died and also losing my mom in 2010, I have come to the conclusion I have the personality of I don't give a fine rat's ass about what you think about sample policy. I'm in my own lane. You're truly a warrior. I love it. Now, when thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you here today. I well, thank you. You're welcome. Now, where can the audience find you? The audience can find me and subscribe to my podcast, um, askwin.webelize.com. And the audience, I'm always looking for guests. And Saba's going to be on my um, podcast as well. We have already discussed that. And so it's going to be interesting. And yes, YouTube is a little bit challenging, but a podcast is not. So for those of you listening, if you guys want to write a book, now is the time to do it. If you guys want to start a podcast, now is the time to do it. And just tap me for resources I can send you in every direction to make your head spin. I live again because of my network and of how well known I've gotten through the pandemic and through consistency. So consistency is the key to having a successful podcast or having a successful YouTube show or having a successful something. Amen. Very powerful. Wynn, thank you so much again for continuing to shine your light in the world. You're a blessing. Now, right. ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Win at axwin.weebly.com. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. And subscribe to her podcast, Ax Win. And Win, thank you again so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a right. blessed day. You. You're welcome.